Hey, this is Randall. And this is John. From the Don't Wake the Kids podcast. You're listening to our favorite podcast, Weird. Weird. I hope you're ready for some funny. Ace Podcast. Weird. Yeah, what about it? What about it? How are you? Present. Hey, are you all better, by the way? I forgot to ask you last episode. <clears throat> um, mostly. I still can't hear out of my one ear very well. So we, we were discussing Randall at the end of the last episode. Yeah. And his new child. Yeah. The photograph he posted of, of little brother kind in of, focus kind of in, the in the background. Yes. Yeah. And But the new baby in the foreground. It was a good picture. Blurred. Or, I'm oh. sorry, it was a good picture. <laughs> it was a fantastic picture. Wow. Yeah. How, how are you? I'm okay. Do you want to talk about Randall's kid or if I'm sick or not? Well, I just wanted to, to, to talk about that picture because it was picture. so... You said picture. You're getting better. Yeah, because it was so... Uh, I don't know. It told a story. and that's, Most that's, pictures do. I disagree. Most pictures nowadays don't tell stories. Any picture with you in it tells nothing. No, it tells a good... That's that's like a war, a, a war and peace. No. Yeah. No. Which is a good book. What does this mean? I don't know. What is this? What is wrong with you? I don't know. I but just, you're all better. I'm, I'm better, but I don't know... You lost what we were just... What were we talking about? War and Peace and your mullet. I see you got a Camaro cut. Yeah. No, you You're got pretty a, happy with that? Huh? That Tennessee top hat you're wearing there? Missouri Compromise. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. That's the best. Okay, so... So... Um, we got stories. Yes, we do. This is we episode 154. How about you? And everyone's just waiting, going, what your story's going to be today? So, are you ready? You know, we got some... We should take a second to call a couple people out here. Okay, let's do it. In I mean, a, we've been a, stewing. In a good way. Yeah, we've been stewing a little bit. No, this is good people. You talking about the UK folks? Oh, no. I was talking about personal friends. Oh, well, first of all. I want to say our what? friend Cassandra. Cassandra. You talking about she, our marketing manager. Cassandra's, if, yeah. She's our marketing manager. If, if yes. Cassandra, if I had money, you'd be making some right She's now. making about the same salary as you and I she make. She still makes 0% of what we're yeah. making. And we Zero. Make, exactly. She makes 100% of what we're making. She's 100% of what we're making. But she, you know what? She's a she's a saint. She is a go-getter. She is a go-getter. And yeah. uh, you're supposed to come up with something nice to say about somebody you know now. Well, uh, there's so many people. we got Mark Patch. Okay. I've already talked about Randall. Yeah. Uh, you know, Sean Rourke. We're, we're not talking about Sean. Well, you know why? Why are you not talking about I Sean? <laughs> I don't know. Well, how about tonight's top story? You got that? Uh, top story. <laughs> This is a good one. That didn't actually go as planned. I kind of thought we'd be, you know, nice, talk to people, sip on some coffee. But the UK. Let me let me mention the UK. I'm going to say we're weird from the USA. You must be the UK. Thank you for listening because you've moved into the number two spot. That might be the worst <laughs> rhyme I've ever heard in my life. I can. You know what that was? It's okay if you're UK. That was freestyle. Uh, don't quit your day job, mate. <laughs> Hey, they already took care of that for me. (laughs) That's also true. (laughs) British tourists left covered in blood after angering cow by singing Black Eyed Peas. (laughs) My humps. My humps to it. My humps. What? My lovely lady. I got to start over. (laughs) British tourists left covered in blood after angering a cow by singing the Black Eyed Peas song. My humps. To it in India. That's very poorly written. It very is, but it really so we're going to try this again. I'm going to try it my way. Go ahead. A British tourist who happened to be in India oh, blue eyes. was left covered in blood after angering a cow by singing the Black Eyed Peas song, My Humps. A tourist was attacked by a ferocious... Okay, you don't use those two words. Ferocious <laughs> I've never, I've and cow. I've never seen a ferocious cow. Which became angry after she sang it, a Black Eyed Peas song. So let me I look. get angry when you sing Black Eyed Peas songs. When I hear a Black Eyed Peas song, I get angry. <laughs> These two cows are in the field, and one of them says, hey, you heard about this mad cow disease? And the other one says, what do I care? I'm a helicopter. <laughs> hey, this is Randall. <laughs> oh, Randall did the rim shot for you. You've got to get new glasses because you hit the wrong button <laughs> really every time do. you go near but that But look, thing. they're so small now because I've added so many buttons. Half of the screen's empty. Yeah, these 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 aren't uh, anything. Darn it. <laughs> okay. Now can we go back to the thing? Okay, here go the ahead. Yeah. A tourist was attacked by a ferocious cow, which became angry after she sang at a Black Eyed Peas song. Melissa uh, Meville, 25, from the Isle of Wight, 
Wright. I said Isle of Wright. Is Isle of Wight. Oh, that's which, racist. No, it's W-I-G-H-T. Oh, okay. Has been traveling around India since November last year, but she was left with injuries to her face, shoulder, and knees after the savage attack in the street at 4 p.m. on February 15th. You think, you think the Isle of Wight was named by an Asian man who was just trying to say it was all right? It's all right. Okay. So... <laughs> We're gonna get and they said, okay, olive white it is. We're going to get letters. <laughs> he said, I like this aisle. It's all white. Okay. So, Isle of White. It got awkward in here. What do I care? I'm a helicopter. Yeah. Because <laughs> of Mad Cow. Yeah. yeah. So, Ooh. you think I should maybe go back to this, or we should just hang up and leave? <laughs> no, go ahead. We got Melissa was walking back to her hotel uh, in northern India when she noticed a huge stray cow with a sizable hump. Straight. He was doing the stray cow strut. You just got a million of them, don't you? <laughs> I'm amused, a roll amused by how large the creature was, she jokingly began singing the popular song "My Humps" by the Black Eyed Peas. And this cow took it personal. Again, I would too. You play if any somebody Black Eyed Peas? If somebody's music. walking down the street and they stop and look at me and start going "My Humps, My Humps," yeah, I think I'd. Get, well, first of all, yeah, she probably sang horridly. Oh, sure. we, I've got, I've got, a, uh, I've got. Well, would audio. you quit? You're about to start a fire over here. We quit got a package over here. Okay. But the cow, yeah. unamused by her rapping, suddenly charged at her with its horn. Well, that sounds more like a bull. Honk, honk. <laughs> <laughs> he had two air horns. That didn't even sound like an air horn. I saw this huge cow with a big hump, so I stupidly started singing this song, she said. As I was walking past the cow, it suddenly lunged at me and headbutted me. And she was messed up, too. The impact of the hit was so strong that I went flying in the air before landing on the ground and injuries and injuring my knees. She, she was going, my humps, my humps. <laughs> my face. <laughs> my face. <laughs> my face. My face. <laughs> you have a permanent lift now. My face. My lovely lady face. <laughs> my face and my shoulders was badly cut. <laughs> I never expected a cow could hurt me so badly. I mean, he's only like a ton. I mean, yeah, I really like he's got big horns. I guess she was in a really bad mood. <laughs> there was so much blood on me. It was quite a funny experience. I don't think so. <laughs> That's not funny at all. <laughs> I'm in pain, and it's quite annoying, but still quite funny. Oh. Melissa was spotted. What's funny, she spells Melissa, M-E-L-L-I-S-A, instead of M-E-L-I-S-A. Melissa. Melissa Manelli. Uh when was spot- <laughs> Melissa Villy Manilli. Yeah, Melissa Melissa was spotted lying on the road by locals driving past in an auto rickshaw. Those are nice. Yeah, because the ones that people have to pull you around in. Yeah, exhausting. But the auto ones. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot better <laughs> for no, the richer class. No driver uh, who picked her up and rushed her to the nearby hospital. She added, "I was in the hospital within five minutes uh, with the help of locals. Locals passing. I'm thankful I was given immediate treatment." Uh, Kailash Chandra Mina, district magistrate, and Jaisalmer. What does that mean? Condemn the attack. That's a place. Oh, okay. Jaisalmer. 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 Please don't be offended. I don't know how to say it. Uh, Condemn the attack and said, we are trying to control the strays and the strays. Okay, in (laughs) India, a stray is a cow. They have a lot of cows. Yeah, what I'm saying, but in India, a stray is a cow. It'd you know a stray why? Dog don't, or stray. They don't eat cows. Well, I know. They, they're, they're a, it's a holy animal yeah. or something. Yeah. But my thing is, it's just funny that we have stray dogs, stray cats. Yeah, they Brian, have a stray Brian cow. Brian and, and yeah, But they say it like, these, how weird would that be just to have cows walking around everywhere? Well, listen, here's what Melissa had to say about My it. My name is Melissa. I'm from England. Um, I was just leaving, just leaving the fort, um, and we were walking back to our hotel, and uh, I saw I saw a cow, and it had like a really big hump. And I just thought, wow, what a big, what a big cow! I started singing a song related to humps. It's called for the black eyed peas. It's called my humps. Anyway, I started walking past the cow. I bet she's fun at a party. And it just head karaoke. Me. And like I really got some air, and I went flying, and I fell down, and I've got like a mark on my leg. And what is that noise in the background? People are taking pictures, and as you can see, yeah. um, she looks terrible. It's really painful. I'm not sure why I'm laughing. Because <laughs> you've got a head injury. It's, funny, so it's, like, it's the concussion talking. Never expect this. Her, ear, her, her, her brain's oozing out of her ear right now. And my brain, my brain, my leaky, and, uh, leaky brain. Hospital. So mainly it's like shock. Also, and I think all. maybe my face is slightly pickled. <laughs> 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 
that's all we got of that. Thank wow. you, Melissa. Well, if that headline that we just uh, that you just read was not strange enough, now this headline takes up almost we the whole page. Weird stories at every turn. Every turn. This none, it doesn't get much weirder than this. By the way, headline is. Let me take a breath. Former Freemason, fifty-one, your age, found drunk and naked inside a huge pipe organ with a toy gun and a remote-controlled police car. Says he got lost while trying to hand out cheeseburgers to the homeless. Uh, we got to unpack that. <laughs> that is a headline. So you got a guy who's a Freemason. He's secretive. <laughs> yes, he's Freemason. He's, he's found drunk, and he Former. happens to be drunk. He happens to be found drunk inside of a huge pipe organ, which is how do you get there? <laughs> Number one. And he brought yeah. a toy gun and a remote control police car with him. He left out the fact that he's naked. Oh, he's naked. <laughs> he has no clothes. So, so he's, he's a former secretive kind of Freemason guy. How do you become a former? Fre- I thought once a Freemason, always a Freemason. I think this kind of explains. <laughs> He was found drunk and naked inside of a pipe organ with a toy gun and remote control police car. And then they said, what are you doing here? here?" He goes, I got lost. I was looking for cheeseburgers to hand out to the homeless. (laughs) Okay, listen, let's read it. A former Freemason found drunk and naked inside a huge. It was huge. Huge pipe organ. Huge pipe organ. Has appeared in court. the size of those keys. Accused of damaging the historic instrument. Insured for more than one million dollars. Glenn Langford was arrested on Wednesday after allegedly flooding the Brisbane Masonic Memorial Center and setting off the fire alarms. The 51-year-old faced charges. Wait a minute. This is in Australia. At the Brisbane. Well, should I play the... Uh, well, too late now. You've ruined the darn opportunity. It. Darn it. But he said his intentions were intentional, uh, well-meaning. His intentionals were intentional. Were initially well-meaning, and the night had gotten out of hand after, drown- after downing a bottle of Johnny Walker whiskey. The court was told that he had been meaning to hand out cheeseburgers to the homeless. Food was left scattered on the floor of the Grand Hall of the Heritage-listed temple in Brisbane's CBD, which features one of the biggest organs in Queensland. Queensland, good night. It is feared that the organ, installed in the 1930s, may be too damaged to be repaired, despite it being insured for for $1 million. Is it because there was a bunch of cheeseburgers? Police a toy gun, remote control police car. <laughs> Mr. Langford is charged with allegedly damaging a number of organ pipes and destroying part of a decorative wall. That's got to be expensive. He was also discovered naked, along with clothes, a remote control police car, and a toy gun. Pew pew. The magistrate heard from Mr. Langford's lawyer, who explained he had last week lost his job and was getting over the breakdown of a 16-year relationship. Wow! So he kind of he was he, had a, he was he had a psychotic break. Yeah, he he was drowning in sorrows and then he just snapped. But he was granted bail on the condition that he stayed more than a hundred meters away from the center. Things just got a little loose. I was out of it. Mister Langford told uh, Seven News he apologized to all the righteous Freemasons everywhere. I did have a lot of cheeseburgers to give to homeless. To who? The homeless. The homeless. I'm going to see a shrink and don't drink. He added. Do you think <laughs> he's a rapper? He's a rapper. He's a poet. Didn't even know it. So, so uh, makes it rhyme every time. So, do you think he had Vegemite on those cheeseburgers? Do is that an option over there? I don't want to know about it. If there I is. bet he had a blooming onion with hey, him too. Hey, hey, uh-huh. yeah, hey, what, what? hey, 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 yeah. This just in. You got too much money. What? Do you have too much money? I wish. Because if so, you could buy yourself a nice... Oh, don't ruin it. You ready? Mm-hmm. You ready? Mm-hmm. You ready? Mm-hmm. Designer Celine is selling a plastic bag for $590. Oh, man. I want a bunch of those. For the mega rich, clearly a regular plastic grocery bag is too drab. Sure. Celine, a France-based luxury clothing brand, unveiled a transparent plastic shopping bag during... The uh, Paris Spring-Summer 2018 Fashion Week in January. The bag has since been spotted in a Nordstrom pop-up store in Seattle, of course, retailing for $590. That's approximately $589.95 higher than what regular (laughs) plastic bags cost to produce. uh, Women's fashion site Hype Bay first reported seeing the Celine bag in stores along with other exclusive pieces designed by the brand's longtime artistic designer, Phoebe Philo. Phoebe Art- Philo. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's a stretch to say longtime artistic designer. Maybe so- they meant autistic. You know, that's more believable. Yeah, it is. Because I'm believable. pretty sure she didn't invent the plastic bag. 
<laughs> Philo left the company last December. Wonder why? Yeah, according they said, to you're out of here. In the New York Times, take becoming, these plastic bags and get out of here. <laughs> she became the fourth high-profile designer to leave a major fashion brand in late 2017. See, I put that kind of stuff right there with um, "quote unquote" artist. Yes. You know, it's yes. like you throw a pile of poop at a wall and say, there's art. Well, now that's not every artist. I'm, but I'm saying there's a lot of that. There there's, is a lot of that. I weld a couple of beams together and that's, <laughs> look, what did you think he meant by that? I think he probably ran out of beams. <laughs> he, he was going for a treehouse. Yeah, what he was trying I, to mean, make. They, they, I mean, I used to work at this particular organization and I won't name it because I just won't. And I always joked that I could come up with the biggest piece of crap and call it art, and they'd pay me thousands of dollars for it. They'd have these on display throughout. You'd walk around this whole place, big, big place, and you'd walk around. It's like, are you? Well, why didn't you do it? I'm like, are you? I probably wasn't, you know, in in the right <laughs> class of people to even get talked to by these people. But but it would. You'd walk by to be like a twisted piece of metal. It's like, are you? It's like Nashville's got that thing downtown that looks like they took part of the Wabash Cannonball roller coaster. Oh yeah, that red thing. It's a big twisty red thing. I mean, it's kind of cool looking. But it is cool. What I mean, yeah, but that's and that's better than most. It looks like the world's shortest roller coaster. Really does. They ought to put one of the old roller coaster. Cars oh, they on should. It. One of the Cannonball cars. No. That'd Have you seen neat. what's happened to those? By the way, we're speaking of Opryland, which was a really awesome theme park here in Nashville for oh, years. So much fun. It's like 1971 or 72 up until the, what, 97? Yeah. And some brilliant person or people thought they'd tear it down and put a mall. And yeah. um, It's the most popular mall in Middle Tennessee so, still. <laughs> that's not saying a lot. So, so <laughs> if you look online, you find where some of these rides disappeared to. And there's a car from our beloved Wabash Cannonball, uh, which was the roller coaster they had. And it's sitting in front of some, in Holland or somewhere. No. In front of some restaurant with Halloween, as a Halloween decoration with these two monster characters Seriously. It. It's like. Does this, it still have the Opryland logo on it? I think that was ripped off of it. Oh, interesting. Other part, other rides. Am I wrong? Or uh, did, the, did they have one of those cars set up in front of the ride, like on a little part of rail? They might have. I think. It seems like, like I remember but they, that. Uh, but sad because a couple of the rides ended up basically rusting in a field. Like they just had piece. They had a broken down. Because Ten roof. Field. Tin roof rusted. Yeah, tin roof rusted is yeah. the worst kind. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we got off on a little rabbit trail there. Okay. Last last week or last episode, we had flaming hot Cheetos uh, donuts. Which how do we go from art to Opryland? I don't know. We cover everything. We're weird. We're weird. Yeah, that's what it is. We don't. There's no warranty implied. And apparently, we need a flaming hot Cheetos theme song because every week we're having stories with the flaming hot Cheetos. Mm-hmm. Headline is yeah. This will be the last time too, probably. Flaming hot Cheetos inspired movie in the works from Fox Searchlight. Why? Well, let's find out. Fox Searchlight and Devon Franklin are set to produce the film Flaming Hot, which will tell the true story of Richard Montanaz, who rose from humble beginnings to a successful businessman when he created a food phenomenon. Phenomenon. <laughs> Flaming hot Cheetos. Fox Searchlight nabbed the project in which, and you know that that would. I bet that's a good. I bet it's going to be a good. Yeah, movie. Probably the stupid Chester Cheetah guy or something. Else. No, I don't know. You know, I told you we watched about twenty. I'm not exaggerating. Did you 20, call him stupid, Chester? Yeah, he won't take my calls. <laughs> so here's the thing. So we watched like twenty minutes of what somebody thought was a great idea called Emoji Movie. Yeah, yo. Yeah, well, we watched. Yeah. We we tried. It was almost like how it's like the the hot coil challenge. Oh my gosh. You know how how long was it you, that bad? Yeah. How long can you put your arm on a, on a hot eye of a stove? I heard it was horrible. How many seconds can you watch the Emoji Movie before you literally get vertigo and die? So it was made for uh, toddlers who know no better. They just look. They're only visually sensitive. We watched. It had to be. 30 seconds to a minute and i think a minute is too long that we i think it was about 30 seconds and we started having secondhand embarrassment for it oh that's bad it was bad that is bad i know it was only on the theater for like a day yeah it was bad so this film follows montanas the son of an immigrant who grew up as a migrant farm worker picking grapes in the fields of southern california before becoming a janitor at frito-lo frito-lay i had no idea that's interesting you could have you've got qualifications to be a janitor (laughs) It was while working. You were in high school. It was. <laughs> don't go there right now. It was, I'm in the middle of a story, and you're trying to go. This there. This could be a great story from the '80s about you, a 40 pound Q-tip, pushing around a trash can to be a janitor's helper, only just to get out of class. That's the reason you did to get out of you class. You see, my hair looked like a Q-tip. You got people thinking I had an afro. No, your body I was had the wings, Q-tip, baby. <laughs> you, you did have wings. Your body, we have to post those somewhere. Your, your your body was the Q-tip itself and then the little 
cotton top would be your hair because it was no. bigger than the rest of your body. Well, yeah. And... But um, cotton top. So the story is a, is a, is a kid in the 80s who walk around eating no, Cheetos. No, that's not this story. Eating Cheetos. I did eat Cheetos. Pushing a, pushing a, <laughs> pushing a trash can around. I, wasn't, I never pushed a trash can around. I've got pictures of you standing proudly <laughs> the story, in the annual. The thing is, I tried to get in as many club pictures as I could. They were say, they called for all the janitor's club to meet, and Whatever. I left class and got in the picture. Look at that. Look in the same. You'll see me in all kind of clubs. All I know is you got a squeegee in your back pocket. <laughs> it was while working at this. Come back to the story now. If you uh, we're talking about uh, Montanas. We now continue with Aaron's life story. It was while working progress. at the company that Montanas came up with the idea to create flaming hot Cheetos. Not Montanas. I don't know what it is. Transforming the Frito Lay brand into a pop culture phenomenon phenomenon and disrupting the entire food industry in the process now commonly referred to as the godfather of multicultural marketing it was that initial idea that would spark a billion dollar brand and catapult him from janitor to elite corporate executive how you like that there we go i got to hit the button i got to hit the button hey this is a kfc story wait you can't you can't you can't just go like that i just did where is the update give us the update we want the update it's a twofer where is the update where is it give us the update we want it we want the update now i wanted to do it again go for it so short all right you ready yeah uk police asked public to stop calling about kfc running out of chicken and closing stores so last week we covered the uk they're run. they're out of kfc chicken is this the police? Yeah, I like to call because my KFC is out of chicken and the other one down the block is, it's actually closed. <laughs> Stop calling. That's what the police said. Good day, madam. I said good day. Go, go to Subway. Okay, here we go. Police in the United Kingdom have to remind the public that KFC running out of chicken does not constitute an emergency. Nope. Says you. More than half of the KFC outlets in the UK have been closed after delivery Goodness problems. gracious. Triggered a shortage of chicken, the Telegraph reports. That was the Telegraph report. Yeah, it was. The company was in the process of changing freight providers. Oh, shit. That'll show them. Leading to a severe shortage of chickens nationwide. Management has ordered staff not to bring in their own chicken after reports that they were approaching butchers asking for chicken. Well, that, so the staff that mess with the recipe. Yeah, that's right. But, well, I don't know. They still have the, the it works for our little KFC up here. <laughs> Told you, walked in one day. This isn't crispy. It's our own recipe. You don't get your own recipe. <laughs> your KFC, man. Where's the Colonel? Where's the She's colonel? got a concert in Nashville. Go find her. Uh, Reba. Don't get what me the started. worst Colonel? One one of those commercials was enough, and now they're doing them over and over oh, again. Oh, it's driving me nuts. Now she's singing. I know. Ugh. I don't like when she sings outside of that. I don't either. Now, that's not fair. It is fair. I no, don't like it. Just I'm going to say, say you don't like it. What if she listens to this podcast? Well. I don't want to hurt her feelings. Why? Well, because here's the deal. I don't, I'm not saying she, she can't sing. I don't like that kind of music. I do. I do like country music, and I don't like Reba McIntyre. Okay. So there you go. You loved her in Tremors? Tremors was good. Okay, <laughs> then you've got to give her some credit. you got to say, Reba, it's time we sit down and have a talk. I don't like your music. It sucks. But no, well, I do like you and Tremors. I don't. There's a lot of people that I don't like. Her music doesn't actually Who stink. have songs that I do like. It's not that her music actually stinks. You're just going to be honest with her and say, I think it's no good, but I love you and Tremors. And then you guys are going to hug it out. No, I'm not hugging her. You're going to hug it out while she's wearing. Although the, I'm taller than she is. While, while she's wearing the colonel costume, you're going to hug it out with her. That ain't happening. It is. That ain't, unless there's chicken involved. Anyway, we're back to the story where they told them not to bring their own chicken in. A spokesperson for the Tower Hamlets Metropolitan Police Service in London, whew, the THMPSL, <laughs> tweeted on Tuesday local time asking the public to stop calling about the shortage. Please do not contact us about the KFCCFCCCF crisis. That's what it says. It says Pound K- sign KFCC crisis. KFC crisis. I know, but to me it looks like KFCCC crisis. Crisis. Please do not contact us about the KFC crisis. The tweet said, "It is not the police matter if your favorite eatery is not serving the menu that you desire." Really. KFC anticipates the shortage will ease on Tuesday as it works with logistics provider DHL, again, of all people to choose, yeah. to get chickens to the restaurants. 
The reasons for this unforeseen interruption of this complex service has been worked on with a goal to return to normal service levels as soon as possible. You know, that was, that was the DHL guy. Does he also work at the police station? <laughs> uh, anyway, that's what, that's what DHL told him. I think it'd be more like this. The reasons for that's this un- unforeseen that's interruption it. of this complex service are being worked on. That's it. With that's a goal perfect. to return to normal service levels as soon as possible. I think you nailed it. Yeah. Let's stick with the same update. Couldn't I'm not get go, any worse. I'm not, not the same update, but we have another update. Where's okay. the update button? Quick. No, are you going to do it, really? It? It's right there. Where is the update? I wasn't going to do it. I was. You did. We want the update now. Where is the update? So the thing is, last week we talked about this guy who they're waiting for him to. Oh wait, we got to do this too. So they're waiting for this guy to to go to the bathroom. Number two, yeah, to waiting. go to number two. Yep. It's been thirty-seven days. Last week, this oh. is the guy that we compared to Elvis being yeah being exactly chock full of drugs. Exactly. His body's just not working now. Well, the headline is: drug suspect on toilet strike for thirty-seven days could possibly die. How sad. Why are they getting him medical help? A suspected drug dealer who has refused to use the toilet. So this he's just holding it in. No. No. He's going to poison himself. He literally cannot at some point hold it in anymore. Use the toilet for 37 days is at risk of death, the court has heard. Lamar Chambers, age 24, uh, 24 is believed to have swallowed drugs during a police chase in Harlow, Essex on the 17th of January. Clemsford Magistrates Magistrates Court heard he had rejected laxatives and an x-ray, but was eating and drinking. He was eating and drinking. Was there an egg in there? (laughs) In defense, Andrew Horsall said Mr. Chambers had not had privacy for 37 days. The court heard Mr. Chambers was being kept in a normal prison cell with two police officers with him at all times. Well, it can't very well go with you looking at me. (laughs) Mr. Horsall added... There is uh, the potential of something going seriously wrong. We're in an arena of risk of death. Oh, that sounds like you, you oh, know where like you go a, see like a, a death big, match. You go see a monster truck race there or yeah. something. Where's the Sunday, 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 Sunday. The arena of risk of death. Yeah, yeah. I Except go. this guy's actually going to die, and you're making fun of him. I'm not making fun of him. You I'm know, making, why don't they just sedate him and then pump him full of stuff to make? Good him, question. Shoot him with a dart gun when he's not expecting it, like sedate, like you would a monkey. Sedate him. <laughs> Fold him in half in a big bucket. <laughs> no, fold him like an accordion. Just wah, wah, wah. I'm saying just no. Fold him in half in a bucket so he's pointing downward in a giant bucket. Sedate him. Give him laxatives. And everybody leave the room for about three days. I'm pretty sure it's going to work itself out. <laughs> That's just that image. I don't need that. He added that getting the suspected drugs Mr. Chambers allegedly has inside him was the cherry on the cake. And was not necessarily crucial evidence. Is it wrong now that I'm thinking about yeah. cherry top cake now? Yeah, yeah, it is. The court heard the situation was unprecedented, and the previous record for preventing the evacuation of the bowels was believed to have been 33 days, set by Elvis Presley. Police officer, well, we don't know that. He died, so I don't know. He's yeah. still the reigning king at this point. <laughs> you can't beat him. Nobody can beat Nobody him. can. Police officers were at court to he get an He literally dropped the mic <laughs> in the toilet. <laughs> So anyway, prosecutor Bob Rollingson told the court he's in charge of his fate. He only has to cooperate with police. The magic- So they're saying if he doesn't go, it's his fault. What if he's sick? I mean, what if he's like, I mean, I would think if they don't, of course, this is in England or somewhere. Yeah, I think that it's in Essex, Su- Suffolk. Essex, I think that something. if it was here, then he- they would be somehow blamed for him dying. So they would yes. do something. The magistrate said after reading a report, they were confident Mr. Chambers life was not at risk. How do- what are they doctors? How does he look? <laughs> oh, he looks OK to me. He's breathing. He looks great. Looks great. All right, let him stay. They said that he should be monitored by police, not only for evidence gathering, but also his own health, and that the police det- detention was justified. Mister Chambers has remained back in police cells. Was, no, he was apparently reprimanded, but it says remanded. Mister Chambers was remanded back into police remanded? cells. I think reprimanded is a better word, but that's not the word you would use there. before what will be his eighth hearing on Monday. How about that? I like thirty-seven days. See how much that story would have changed instead of being remanded if he'd been reprimanded. Yeah, but he was remanded. Yeah, but he should have been. He was remanded back because they put him back in jail. They manded him the first time. But if they would have reprimanded him, once they manded him, they couldn't mand him again. They had to remand him. 
they remanded him, but they should have <laughs> reprimanded him before re- heebie-jeebie. Before they randomized randomized him, they should have reprimanded him before. I rem- started a joke. So wait, so they reminded him. No, they remanded him. They remanded him, reprimanded him. Now, they may have reminded him too. Reminded him. Don't forget your toilet paper. It's a reminder, I, you remanded. I just wanted to draw attention to the fact that they'd been much better if they reprimanded him. Well, they remanded Because that would do him. no good for ba- We're going in a circle here, because what they did was remanded. Hey, you want to hear something? Yeah. The Simpsons yes. predicted Team USA's Olympic, Olympic curling gold back in 2010. The Simpsons have repeatedly yes. predicted stuff. It's 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 getting creepy They're now. Time, Bart's a time traveler. No, I think it's Homer. Homer. Yeah. No. <laughs> yes, Homer. It was written in the stars above Springfield. Oh, I was in Springfield. I didn't see it. The U.S. men's curling team's unexpected goal at the Winter Olympics in Pyeongchang, South Korea. Pyeongchang. Uh, on Saturday, shouldn't have come to a surprise to the fans of The Simpsons. That's because Fox's animated comedy show accurately predicted the Team USA's uh, gold in the sport back on Valentine's Day 2010. In an episode titled Boy Meets Curl, oh, I Homer see that. and Marge, see they did there? Yeah. Homer and Marge Simpson and Agnes and Seymour Skinner. Oh, topped, the Skinners. Yeah, topped the podium for curling. And what's even spookier is that just as on Saturday, the, the, the cartoon quartet beat Sweden to do so. How about that? The I Sim- mean, it's creepy. The Simpsons set its episode at the 2010 Winter Olympics in Vancouver, Canada, which was going on at the time of its broadcast. Uh, it. It's the latest. Yeah, and I was like, I? What? <laughs> I is the latest. I is the latest. <laughs> it is the latest in a line of accurate predictions from the long-running cartoon. The Simpsons has previously correctly predicted that Disney would buy parts of Fox, that Lady Gaga would perform at the Super Bowl, and that there would be a female Doctor Who and Donald Trump would become the, I mean, the U.S. president. At this point, it goes beyond coincidence. I know they have been on for, what, 30 years now? It's been a long time, yeah. But, I mean, a female Doctor Who was predicted by The Simpsons. Right. But that It killed that the show, anyway. by the way. Uh, Lady Gaga performing at the Super Bowl. How could they predict that? I mean, there's so many performers... There's I want to know so why Weird many. Al hasn't been on the Weird Super Bowl Al. Yet. Oh, I'd watch that. He needs to be. There was a campaign to get him on the Super Bowl. I love Weird Al. So, um, yeah, I had something to say, and I forgot what it was. Well, let's move to this next story. Headline but is... I wanted to say something. Well, you're, you've already said a lot. But I wanted to say something, and I can't remember what it was, and that's going <laughs> to bug me the entire time. Headline is, postal worker refusing to deliver packages to Florida nudist. He said, nope, not going to do it. I'm guessing they're the kind of nudist you'd expect they were. Residents of a Florida resort said they're having problems with a a substitute mail carrier who refuses to deliver their packages because they're nudist. Well, good for him. I wouldn't deliver them either. I ain't going nowhere near that. You can put a blindfold on me. You just bump into stuff trying to get the... (laughs) Yeah, but you better be careful what you bump into. Somebody tell me where 128 Main is. (laughs) Oh, sorry, sir. Excuse me. Sorry, excuse me. Hudson residents living at the Eden RV Resort and City Retreat, a clothing optional compound. Clothing optional. I wonder if anybody goes there with clothes on. How much of a bet they're 65 and older? <laughs> Probably. Uh, it includes an RV park as well as a as small family home. Said that their normal U.S. Postal Service mail carrier has no problem delivering packages inside the gates because he's a pervert. But recently, they've been having trouble with a substitute. Residents said that a post office manager told them the mail carrier isn't required to enter the community if nudity offends her. It's a she. Okay. Good for her. Yeah. It offends me that she does not do her job because if she can't do her job, then she shouldn't be having this job. Well, how about this? How about you put a bank of mailboxes like apartments have? Out That's a great in, idea. In fr- I'm an idea guy. Yeah, you are. That's me right here. Idea I, guy. I, I, I like and, it. And, and put a bank of them out front and let her deliver to that. Bingo. Residents said mail delivered to boxes. I don't want to be there, okay, on, bingo here we go. Want to be there on bingo night. <laughs> Residents said mail. Bingo. Bingo. Residents said mail delivered to boxes outside the gate is arriving normally, but the carrier has not been bringing packages. So that's it. They do have they have the bank of it's time for boxes. Amazon lockers. <laughs> yes, or drones. Or they drones. Can just drop them in. The drones will quit. She marks it. <laughs> I hope those drones don't. Have, they'll have to have cameras to use. Uh. She marks it as undeliverable, whether it fits in a box or it doesn't. So we don't get the mail that day. How and about so, we just make a rule that if you want to walk around naked in your own neighborhood, that's fine. But if you want your packages, you can pick them up. No mail for you. No mail for you. <laughs> like like with our neighbor, medication sometimes. I bet they need some medication. You can't wait until Monday or Tuesday to go get it. The resident said the normal mail carrier delivers packages to their doors 
but they would be satisfied if the substitute would simply drop them off at the main office. I bet it would be funny to go deliver the packages there. <laughs> it probably would. I think it would be hysterical. Because I guarantee you it's not what every guy in America thinks it would no. be. It's going to be absolutely the worst nightmare ever. Knock, knock. Uh, hello, here's your mail. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. U.S. Postal Service spokesman Enola Rice said the carrier isn't breaking any rules. Uh, the, smoke, the spokesman also said that uh, the carrier is doing nothing wrong. She sent this statement. In accordance with postal regulations, all mail is left in the appropriate boxes. Packages are left in the large parcel lockers, which, like the mailboxes, well, are good. located. Yeah, what, what's the problem here? They're, they're saying she's not leaving those packages. She's probably freaked out, just doesn't want to be there. Here's the deal. Y- you know, you're getting your mail. Yes. Okay. I just, I don't, you know. Somebody's got beef. Got 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 to meet in the middle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, here you go. Ready? In Florida, I went you know, we've got a, a real absence of Florida stories the past two shows. Well, there's been weird stuff going on in so many other places. It's like Florida usually carries us. Yeah. And now we can What's actually, going on with Florida? Yeah. I mean, we know they're still weird. Uh, Are they? Love you, Florida. Yeah. No, I mean, we're just saying that they keep us in business. Anyway, intruding nine-foot alligator... That's a tall alligator. Man. <laughs> Lurks outside Florida apartment. I ain't leaving. A massive alligator made an unwelcome visit to an apartment in Florida on Monday afternoon, wildlife officials said. Coco police responded to the apartments at about 3.30 p.m. after residents reported a nine-foot alligator resting on a doorstep. Well, let him in. Can't even take a little break. Let him in. He's probably Some hungry. Some neighbors gathered around to catch a glimpse of the gator. Oh, These that's people smart. are in Florida. They never see an alligator. Are you kidding me? It's nine foot long, man. So what? And they're fast. You seen those suckers run? And don't stand next to them. Well, that's there's a crowd standing around this one. Some neighbor. These are the same people that'll walk up to live elk or bears or whatever, or think, sing to a cow, or sing to a cow. Of all things, a black eyed pea song. <laughs> I mean, if you've heard Fergie sing the national anthem, oh my good, that's gosh. all you need to Have know. Have you heard the remix? I don't. <laughs> Somebody know has made a remix. I think if okay, black eyed peas. You should have known all you needed to know by their abysmal Super Bowl performance. I don't even remember it. It was so bad. Consider yourself lucky. Yeah. You've saved a lot of money in therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Good. It was so bad. It was like a kid's... It was like kids putting on a musical and grandpa built the sets for them. It was like they were like, you know, we can dance. We can sing. Grandpa will paint the sets and we'll do a show. That bad. It was horrid. Wow. It was horrid. I'm sorry to hear that. Anyway. Anyway. Back to the alligator story. Some neighbors, 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 neighbors <laughs> gathered around to catch a glimpse of the gator while others rushed inside for safety. Yes. I was standing at the door and saw a man looking at me, waving down, and I looked. I saw an alligator, so I ran back in the house, <laughs> resident Liz Mark, Mark said. By the time the Florida Fish and Wildlife... We don't we don't have fish. We got an alligator. Why are you it's calling not, these yeah, guys? Yeah, call the Florida Alligator yeah, Conservative. guys. Um, call Ted the Florida uh, Alligator Hunter guy. They need somebody from Australia to come take care well, of it. Sadly, we don't have him anymore. Yeah, that, he'd say, that's not a gator. That's not a gator. That's just a little bitty alligator. That's, not a, that's said, not a crocodile. He said, sadly, we don't. <laughs> you know who we don't have anymore? There's only one crocodile hunter. That's true. That's what I meant by that. Oh, okay. I mean, I was I was sad. It was no, a I'm just talking about, moment. you know, you saw uh, Crocodile Dundee. Everybody over there knows how to fight crocodiles and gators. They can come up and take care of this thing. Anyway. That, that's not a gator. By the time the, the fish guys and the wildlife guys showed up, trappers arrived at the scene, and the alligator made its way deeper into the you property. You think Trapper John M.D. was one of them? He, Pernell Roberts died, okay? Are you happy? Everybody's dying. He died years ago. Everybody dies apparently one in one people that's the statistic everybody dies craig but not everybody lives wow how about think about that nobody expected that that kind of a deep thought on this show did they how do you like that let's run away from that real quick (laughs) uh he did his role he did his role a few times and they tied him up put him in the back of a truck and took off FWC representative Frank Rubb said, here's the rub. Yeah, it's the Frank. Said it's common for alligators to roam between bodies of water in warmer weather, and anyone who sees a gator outside of its normal habitat should... Co- well, they weren't. They were, it was in Florida. That's that normal was, habitat. habitat. You're right. Yeah. Uh, they should contact authorities. We haven't had much of a winter, so it's all... When does Florida have that much of a winter anyway? Well, 
I don't so know. It's, people move to Florida during the winter time here because it's warm all the time, mostly. Correct. So what? How much of a winter could they have? Uh, we we haven't had much of a winter, so it's kind of already happening. They're already up to moving, up and moving rather. They're having a loser winter. Is that what that is? Yeah, it's a loser winter. If you see one in the wild, don't feed them or mess with them. Rub says no. Well, people will do stuff. like You lose that. a hand that way or a head. Stupid idiot. People just silly. Well, let's go to California. Headline right, is California men hold up traffic with a mid road trampoline session. This is this another, is a story I can get behind. It's another stunt where they put a trampoline in the middle of the highway and start doing flips and whatnot. Just as probably to get some YouTube videos, exactly uh, YouTube views. A surprise driver in a California city captured a video of bizarre hazards slowing down traffic. Three men having a mid road trampoline session. Marlette Hidalgo posted a video to a local Facebook group in Morano Valley. Morano? Yeah, Morano Valley. Well, I guess they were some morons. That's right. Showing the scene she witnessed while driving Friday afternoon on Cactus Avenue. You got to replace your tires all the time when you drive on Cactus Avenue. You think they would have made the road like they do all the other ones? You got to rock on to Cactus Avenue. Hidalgo said that she was on her way to a former employer in Moreno Valley to pick up her W-2 forms when the traffic started to slow for no reason. She no, there said, was a reason. Yeah, there was. She said uh, she soon came to suspect that someone was in the road. I looked closer, and I witnessed three guys jumping on a trampoline without a care in the world. Well, why would they? They're jumping on a trampoline. The video shows three men jumping on a trampoline in the middle of the road. Their identities and motives for the stunt were unknown. I think you nailed it. I think somewhere on YouTube there's a video of these guys jumping on this stupid trampoline in the middle of the highway. I'm sure there was. Yeah. Hey, hit me up that. There we go. There it is. I think this theme's a little short. I may need to uh, extend it a little bit. You think? Like a <laughs> remix? Yeah. Freaking Watch out for the snake hole, Craig. It's freaky. I learned how to turn these things off. What are you now. doing? Why you, we missed all the good I stuff? I like being on this side because I can hit the buttons and turn it off. Oh my goodness! Hey, yeah. Hey, what no- noise coming from car engine turns out to be King Cobra. Oh, I wonder if it was a uh, uh, an old one of those old Cobras. The cars. I knew what you meant, but nobody else did. Oh. You want to just go back in time and forget that? Wow. I just took it back. It was crazy. Yeah. A man who heard a strange sound coming from the engine of his car in Thailand took another Oh, they're going to eat it. Took another look under the hood and became and came face to face with a king cobra. Oh, that's somewhere you don't want to be. Tai Chai Tai Chai Mit 55. Can you say that on yeah. this show? Tai Chai Kongimit Kongimit. He's your age. 55 said his uh, Nissan was parked outside of Nissan. his Saratani province home overnight Wednesday Saratani. when he heard the noise Thursday. How much noise can this thing make? And it goes, and just goes, he said, there's a strange hiss coming from yeah. the engine. <laughs> he was preparing to, uh, let's see, where was I? Let's he was see. going to drive to the stores he where was, he's okay, at. It was overnight Wednesday. We heard the noise Thursday when he was preparing to drive to the store. So he hadn't started the car. He was walking past and went. I'll find out in a minute. Shh. Okay. Tai Chai said he popped open the hood and quickly slammed it <laughs> oh, shut no. again. We came face to face with a 15 Good night of cobra. When do you have time to measure it? He opened up and <laughs> shut it immediately. The cobra could kill me. <laughs> I opened the bonnet and looked down in the engine. It was about 12 inches from his face. Oh, my gosh. It could have killed him easily. <coughs> Too that bad. killed my throat doing that. Too bad it wasn't in the boot. In the boot. <laughs> or the, the boot. The boot. The boot. It was in Canada, be the boot. Yeah, that's right. Beauty A. Tai Chai called local authorities who summoned a snake catcher. Um, to the scene, Tanawat's numb. Tanawat numb. Tanawat. You know why? You know why he's Tanawat's numb? He keeps getting bitten by snakes. Tanawat said, get, "Someone get Tanawat Nam on the phone. Someone get Tanawat now. Call him. He got be here." He said the capture went smoothly and the snake will be safely released. Why? back into the wild again? It is rare that we see a king cobra this big. Why release it said. back into the wild? Why not make soup out of it? Yes, it soup. Somebody make it soup. Got a little static there. Headline is: Toy makers turn to the toilet for poop-inspired toys. You you you've seen a big? You actually have a friend that invented a poop uh, a little poop guy cartoon. Yeah, and and you made me a three D printed poop man. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. This friend of mine's an animator, illustrator guy, and he's really good. Yeah, and, he's good. And he made a character called Poopy Magoo. <laughs> I love it. This comes to us from New York. Tory Makers. And then, wait, uh, there's more. Oh, but wait. Hey, but wait, there's more. Call now. It was Poopy Magoo, and he, he was basically a blob of fecal. Matter. Yes, it was he, gross. He was a log. And then he made Scoopy Magoo. Oh, I don't know Scooby. Scoopy. Scoopy. Oh, Scoopy. Scoopy. Yeah, he was in a shirt. He was like one of those uh, little, um, like a McDonald's, those... Um, Wafer type ice cream cones. Oh yeah, yeah. And he was a he was he was soft serve, not a sugar cone. The other kind, yeah, it's like the, the normal, the little styrofoam. Yeah, cones. there's. A, they're not I good. like those. But anyway, and he was a he was like a soft serve version. That's funny. His name was Scoopy Magoo. Toy makers. That's a good story, Craig. Thanks for sharing. Uh, that was a great. Stop touching the soundboard. You're messing me up. You're the one who made me sit over here. Toy makers have gone to the toilet for their latest creations. Mattel. The big, the big Boys, a company best known for its clean-cut Barbie dolls, is set to release a game called Flush and Frenzy that sends a brown plastic poop flying into the air. Rival Hasbro, whose water-squirting game Toilet Trouble was a hit last year, stuck with the potty humor this year and released Don't Step In You know who I blame for this? <laughs> That's a game. Don't you know, Step In You know who I blame it. for this? We used to play that game when I was a kid. Yeah, you used to play that just walking <laughs> through the yard. There's, remember when we were kids, neighborhood dogs just ran wild. And we have a couple of those around still. But, yeah, but but they were everywhere You know who I, I blame for this? Who? Whoever the idiot was who created the emoji. Oh, the poop emoji? The, the poop emoji. Yeah. Because it's turned into, everywhere you look, you see this emoji. It's, and now, it's chic now. Or something. Shellacked. So anyway, don't step in. It's a game where players are blindfolded and have to avoid stepping in, <laughs> in poop that's molded out of clay-like substance. We used to accidentally play this game all the time. Toy analysts and experts say the potty-related toys are hitting stores now because of the popularity of the poop emoji. There you go. I you did, nailed it. I am. You nailed I'm it. I'm psychic. You should work for the Simpsons. And I, and I promise I did not read ahead. Which has also made it more acceptable for parents to buy poop toys for the kids. At a New York toy fair this weekend, toy makers showed off poo-shaped action figures, squishy toys. Oh, I don't want any of that. Another creature from a the moment, toilet. Can we take a moment to acknowledge the fact that yeah. I, I called that. I never read the story. Oh, yeah. I, I know. Called I said you should work that. for the Simpsons. Yeah. That's like, you know what that is? It's like mind control. Or do you have superpowers? I, I'm, I'm phys- Other than common sense? I'm physic. <laughs> yeah. I can I can read people's thoughts. I'm, so Julie Lennon, a toy analyst. Julian Lennon? Not Julian Lennon. Julian. Uh, no way. I'm not going to talk about him. Last time I talked about him, he came at me. Julie Lennon, the toy analyst at Market Research Company, said, yeah, poop's the theme. Kids think it's funny. Sticky the Poo, a squishy likeness with eyes, clings to walls and ceilings when thrown. I wonder if I'm going to give that to monkeys. Well, you know, uh, Five Below, the store yeah. around town that sells it. I like these stores. They're cool. Yeah. Not the $5 place. We no, no. Through. I know what you're talking about. They had a unicorn that you put. It had like three channels in the thing. And you put different colored icing and it would. Just like the the Squatty Potty unicorn. Kind of. But yeah, it would poop out yeah. a three color. You could make icing for yeah. cupcakes. Uh, the company name, uh, behind it, Hog Wild, also sells a rainbow version called Sticky Unicorn Poo. No, thank you. It's Sticky the Plunger is sold separately. There's poo for collectors, too. Flush Force by Toy Maker Spin That Master sounds like a superhero. Sells 150 nickel-sized mutant critters that kids can collect. Poopies, meanwhile, makes tiny squishy collectibles with character names such as Poogee, Skidmark, and Dumpling. <laughs> this is our society. <laughs> Again, things we had as kids that we didn't really want to have. Poopies are aimed the, the at... The most we would have as a kid is the fake vomit or the fake poop you'd lay down. Yeah, the dog poop. Yeah, yeah, the rubber like poop. It, yeah, yeah. It would look like it was it's translucent enough that it looked like when you set it down, it, it kind of yeah. went into the background. Yeah, it looked like it was actually lying there. Yeah, Poopies are aimed at boys age seven years old and up. That's us. That's us. <laughs> yep, I'm in. Says Ashley Maddie, who created Poopies and works for tour company Basic Fun. But she thinks the appeal will spread. She said, Ew. we really believe poop is for everyone. I don't want the poop to spread. <laughs> Speaking of toys. I haven't even. Oh, wait. It's time for the Mark Patch Top 10. Oh, I almost forgot to say that. Don't. Don't Excuse forget me. that. I'm looking at this list thinking I, I hadn't read it all, but I'm gonna. Com- I'm probably going to say they're wrong anyway. Well, this to, this comes to us from Rave.com, which is a, they're a all legit. The rave. They're a legit top uh, 10 best board games of all time. Yes. Top 10. Does number 10 count, count as a board There's game? There's a couple in here I have problems with. Number nine I have problems with. It's, there's no board. But, but let's get to it. But, but it's uh, board-ish type games. But yeah, number 10 has a board. 
Okay, number yeah. 10, you'll say number 10? Yeah, number 10 of the top 10 best board games of all time, Trivial Pursuit. I never Which played I, it. You never played it? Nah. It's fun. You'd be good at it with your trivial knowledge. Um, that's the Because I'm, I'm trivial. Yeah, exactly. My knowledge, my knowledge is trivial when it, it comes certainly to certainly is. I can't, I, hey. You're the I, one that told me uh, Vanna White played the lead in Brigadoon when she was in high school. <laughs> Where'd you get that? <laughs> never said that. What are you talking about? <laughs> who's even who's even talking in normal conversation about Vanna White anyway? Not me. Okay, here's the deal. Okay. Number nine. Yeah, number nine. Jenga. Now this one I have a problem with. But I do like that game. Yeah, but there's no board. How you, can it be a board that, game? The only problem with it's a bunch of little boards. Little no, no. <laughs> but here's the thing. Sticks. When it falls, yeah. you spend like an hour trying to get it back together. That's again. no fun. No fun it. at all. Number eight, Battleship, which I love. I had Electronic Battleship in the 80s. Yes. And it was fun, and then I don't know what happened to it. Sure, it's, it's fun. Somebody it sank. I can't find it. Number seven, I'm no good at. <laughs> number seven, I'm lousy at. Oh, I used to be really good at this. Clue. Number seven. Yeah. yeah. Glenna, Glenna is really good at Clue. I, and what's funny is um, I used to have this, elect, like, I was big in electronic games in the 80s, and there was this one called Electronic Detective. And it was like random batteries. You push these buttons. You had these cards, and you had to fill out who you thought the person was. That's that, kind of like that, Clue, exactly. And I was really good at it. You, you would you would interview people, and you know, think about electronics back then. It wasn't it was static yeah. information, but you it would randomly choose all this stuff, right? And I could do that. Clue for some reason just I can't. I'm just not good at it. I can't do it. Number six, I cannot believe. Wait, wait, wait. Or I don't care. It's one of those two. One of those. Number six, I cannot believe made this list. Worst game ever created. Oh, it's fun for a party, it's but we terrible. can't do it anymore because we hurt ourselves. Twister. Yeah. I never liked it even as a kid because I was so short. I couldn't I couldn't do any of it. <laughs> that is also true. I can't reach the red circle. <laughs> Number five of the top ten best board games of all time. I wish somebody would come over and teach E how to play this. We got, we got, I've never played this. We got E uh, this game, and I feel bad. It was a Christmas present one year, and he still never played it. I don't know. I've never played it. It's called Risk. Yeah, I remember it. But, but the instructions, you almost, you have to sit with somebody who's played it. The instructions are just, it's just complicated to sit and try to figure it out. Number four. Illegal, or we're really dumb. Number it's four is a lot of fun. Connect four. That's a good one. Was it? Connect Pretty four. sneaky, sis. <laughs> That's right. Number three. Of the, of the top ten best Meh. board games of all time, Operation. Meh. That's a good game. Yeah, it's fine. Made me a nervous wreck. Yeah, I, I remember like, as a kid. I don't like number two. Number two, I love. Number two should be number one. Monopoly. Everybody loves Monopoly. I don't like it. It bores me. Number one. Number one. And where's number one is Scrabble. Yes. But, but where is the game of life? What Isn't about, that one of the classics of all what time? What about chess? Chess is a board game. That is true. Checkers. Yeah. Where are those? Uh, Chinese checkers. I don't even like backgammon, but that's a board game. Is it? Yeah, you never seen backgammon before. Scrabble's a, a, Scrabble's pretty fun though. I enjoy I enjoy Scrabble. You know another board game I like? What? Sorry, sorry, it was great. A fun yeah, game we used to play that a lot. You remember Masterpiece? You ever play Masterpiece? Name sounds like oh Stratego. Stratego. I love Stratego. Yeah, a lot of good games. Um, what was the one Mousetrap? I love Mousetrap. So, I had that when it was brand when it first came out. I had that. I loved it. A lot. Of, it took a lot of setup. Oh, I got a message for Lori. Aaron's on his way home. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Please subscribe. Tell your friends. Thanks, Cassandra. Did you say kiss the sky? Excuse me. One of these days, I'm going to play the Space uh, Falcon Heavy again. No, you're not. Bye. Darn it.